Today's Locked On Giants podcast is brought to you in part by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you on Monday, February 22nd. It is a mock draft Monday, and on this show, I'm going to unveil a new three-round mock draft. It was done by yours truly over the weekend. And quite an interesting draft the way it turned out. And I'll get into uh, some of the parameters and how I went about the draft in just a moment. But first, a couple of quick housekeeping notices. Uh, Tomorrow we are doing Twitter Tuesday. So as always, please get those questions in as quickly as you can. You can send them to me at LockedOnGiantsPodcast at gmail.com. I'm also going to put a tweet up. Uh, You can respond to that tweet. Or if you want, you can just send them to me on Twitter. You don't need me to, to post that. If, um, and you could just put Ask P Train in this way. It'll show up on a special column that I have. And this way I'll be able to see it and get it into the show. Um, also coming up this week on the podcast, we have another edition of Fan Appreciation Friday. Now I am working through some of these um these applications that have came in. I don't want to get too far ahead in terms of recording. So um, I'll probably be in touch with the next two people later in the week. And we'll, we'll set up a time between now and, and the next time we have a available fan edition Friday to record. Uh, so that's pretty much um, the schedule. We'll probably throw in a th- another throwback Thursday edition, and then we'll just kind of play it by ear because I do have a feeling that, that at some point this week, we might hear um, some news about the Giants, you know, making some salary cap cuts and some roster decisions. So if that happens, obviously, we're going to have to talk about that and get that into the program in some way, shape or form. So just, you know, these next few weeks, we're going to need to be a little bit flexible, but you guys have been great. And that's why, you know, I do the Fan Appreciation Fridays. That that was a big hit. And um, I try and bring you what you want to hear here on the Locked on Giants podcast. All right. So now to the mock draft. So as I mentioned, I did a three-round mock draft, and I'm not doing seven rounds just yet because we don't know the final draft order. We don't know how many comp picks are going to be awarded, and really until the final draft order is determined, I don't want to go and do a seven-rounder because it's it's just not going to be, I think, a good use of the time. But a three-rounder, that we can certainly do. And for this one, what I've been doing for my mock drafts is I've been using different simulators uh, because each simulator has uh, connections with different draft boards, you know, big boards and whatnot. And I've been trying to kind of jump around to see how the different rankings are because there is no such thing as a universal ranked big board. So I used a favorite uh, mock draft simulator of mine, Fanspeaks. And with Fanspeak, 
the way I set it up was I used Draft Utopia's big board, um, since that was the most recent updated one out of the options. I used Fanspeak's team needs, although quite honestly, I don't pay attention to the team needs because I know what the giant team needs are, or what most of them are, I should say. And then I went with a classic draft, meaning that I did not engage in trade offers. Um, because again, I don't want to do trades until I see what the final draft order is. And, you know, I just don't want to go that far. So in this segment, we'll do round one, next segment, round two, and then in the, the last segment, round three. Who did I pick for round one? All right, sit down, folks, because this one shocked me. This absolutely surprised me that this player landed to number 11. And for me, this was a no-brainer pick. Round one, number 11 overall, LSU receiver Jamar Chase was the pick. Yeah, I was stunned, too. I didn't think Chase would land, uh, would get out of the top 10, to be honest with you. I was all set, really, to do Micah Parsons at Penn State. And... Uh, Micah Parsons actually was on the board, but um, as far as I'm concerned, um, Chase was the best available um, at the time. He was graded slightly ahead of Parsons, and he fits a major need. You know, the Giants are committed to getting playmakers around Daniel Jones, which they definitely need to do. They need an explosive playmaking receiver, and, you know, that is... That fits what, uh, what Lamar Chase can bring to the table. Um, and for what it's worth, I know some of you are going to ask me, well, who else was on the board? Um, the two Alabama receivers, J Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell, were off the board by the time I went on the clock, as was Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. So, I, again, I was kind of surprised that, that uh, Jamar Chase was left. And to me, it was just a no-brainer. Go and grab him. Um, because at that point, I think if Micah Parsons isn't on the board and none of the big four receivers and tight ends are on the board, I'm probably looking to trade down. And because I didn't do a trade scenario in this one, uh, I stood to Pat and I got a guy who I think will fit a need for the New York Giants. So, um, really surprised to get him, but, uh, you know, I, I like the pick as of now. Now, will I feel the same way about the pick? After free agency, that remains to, see, to be seen, but that's what I'm looking at. So, all right, Giant fans, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trainer. We're doing a mock draft Monday. Coming up, my surprising, and I do mean this was a surprising pick for round two. Stay with us. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trena, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront 
During this off-season, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350-plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants Segment 2. Patricia Trainer here with you on Monday, Mock Draft Monday. And get more of the sports news you need in less time in our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day off with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And here on the Locked On Giants podcast, we are doing a mock draft, a three-round mock draft. And uh, just coming off of round one in which receiver Jamar Chase of LSU somehow fell down to the Giants at number 11, making him a no-brainer pick as far as I'm concerned. Now, round two was probably the most interesting round of this mock draft that I, I ran. And I say that because there were a lot of guys that were tempting here. Uh, one of which, believe it or not, was quarterback um, Mac Jones, who um, was sitting there and just really staring me right in the face. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You're saying, why would you even think about a quarterback in the second round? Mac Jones, you know, watching him during the Senior Bowl, very intriguing player. And, you, you know, look, I know Daniel Jones, the, or, the Giants organization is committed to Daniel Jones. But the reason why I, I briefly thought about Mac Jones, and P.S., I didn't take him. I just want to put that out there right now in case any of you are thinking about shutting off this podcast right now. But the reason why I thought about Mac Jones was – you know, number one, I think we could all agree that the Giants might benefit from an upgrade as a backup quarterback position. You know, Colt McCoy, great game manager, but when you're talking about athleticism, when you're talking about arm strength, you probably could do a little bit better there. And the other thing I was thinking is, you know, Remember where head coach Joe Judge comes from. He comes from that Patriots Nick Saban coaching tree. And 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 let's look at, at that Belichick tree for a second here. One of the things that Belichick was able to do successfully was take a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, they developed him, and they were able to flip him in a trade years later. Now I'm not saying that, you know, the Giants should waste a high draft pick on a quarterback if Daniel Jones is their guy. And P.S., we don't know for sure that he is. I mean, the Giants have committed to him, you know, this whole exercise about getting him additional playmakers shows their commitment to him. But basically, do we know for sure Daniel Jones is definitely the guy? We think he is, but we don't know it because we need to see it. And I think everybody can agree on that. So factoring that in and also factoring in, in the thought that 
Daniel Jones now in two years has missed a couple of games because of his uh, running ability, which, as you guys know, I'm not a huge fan of mobile quarterbacks for that very same reason. And I thought to myself, okay, the backup quarterback now becomes even more important on this team. You know, this isn't like when Eli Manning was here. The Giants could throw basically any backup quarterback on the roster and, and be okay. Because you just, you know, Eli was, was an Iron Man. He never missed games due to injury. So far, that has not been the case with Daniel Jones. Now, will that change moving forward? You know, will getting a healthy Saquon Barkley back uh, reduce the number of times that Jones gets design runs? I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that, you know, so far, two years, two games each uh, in which he's missed it, I would probably want a little better quarterback. And, you know, I just thought in my analysis there that maybe Mac Jones is a little bit better of an upgrade. But now, with all that said, with all that said, the Giants can't afford to really squander away a second round pick on a guy who basically will probably ride the bench for the majority of the season. You know, you, you want to put somebody in that, you know, that second round draft spot that is going to contribute. So obviously, you know, as tempting as Mac Jones might have been for the reasons I described, it wasn't a value pick for me. So who did I go with? All right. I went with a tight end. I went with uh, Penn State tight end Pat Fryermuth. Now, you know, if you remember what I said in the first round, um, in that last segment we just did, Kyle Pitts was off the board before the Giants went on the clock. Pat Fryermuth of Penn State is actually, um, the more I read about him, the more I learn about him and, and just look at, at the film, the more I'm intrigued. Because look, the Giants, as we know, they, they, they prefer to run a lot of 12 personnel. And they've got Evan Ingram. They've got, um, you know, Caden Smith. I don't think, you know, as of this recording, Levine Tololo is still on the roster. I don't think he's going to be on the roster next year. I don't know that Evan Ingram is in the long-term plans. I mean, Evan Ingram has been an absolutely frustrating player, a guy who teases you with his talent, but just can't achieve that consistency. So I think tight end is one of those sneaky needs for the Giants. And I think if they can get a guy like Fryermuth, who, by the way, is a great, great red zone target. Now, Fryermuth isn't like Evan Ingram in that you're going to be able to plug him in as maybe a wide receiver in that X spot, for example. Um, you might not even be able to put him in the slot, but he is um, he's basically a good red zone threat. I think I saw a statistic where uh, from Pro Football Focus that he did not have a single drop pass in the red zone which is, was a problem for the Giants last year. Um, now, Firemuth is not a polished blocker in the run game just yet. But look, you know, in that case, if you, if you want to go with, um, you know, Caden Smith in the, in the run blocking or just, you know, going in a different direction. But Pat Firemuth was a, a very intriguing guy. And the more I read up on him, the more, you know, I, I pulled up some of his college film just to look real quick. Um, I 
I kind of like that pick. I mean, you know, that gives me now a receiver in round one. It gives me a tight end in round two. You figure the Giants are going to um, sign a, a receiver in, in free agency. And you've just now addressed a major, major need on this roster. So I don't know, again, who knows if the board is actually going to fall this way, but that was my thinking in going with a tight end, Pat Fryermuth. And, uh, you know, I just think that the more offensive weapons they can get for, for Daniel Jones, the better. So I told you if you hung in and, and stayed with me there, you, you'd see that I didn't go crazy and, and go with the quarterback, even though, again, it, I saw the value, not the value, the logic. Um, but uh, look, again, if this giant team were, were in the playoffs every year, maybe you could throw away a pick at, at that point at, at quarterback. But nah, I, I just couldn't do it. Pat Fryermuth to me, was was too much of a, a value pick at that spot to grab. So, all right, Giant fans, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trena. Stay with us as I reveal in the next segment my third round pick. In my 2021 three-round mock draft, my second edition of my mock draft. Have you tried the all-new and improved Built Bar? If not, you're missing out on one of the industry's healthiest and tastiest snack treats that's loaded with protein and low on sugar. With 18 different flavors, including nut and non-nut variety, You'll enjoy healthy snacks covered in 100% chocolate that's soft and easy to chew and, most importantly, great for the health conscious. Built Bars are great for folks on the keto diet and include protein and fiber nutrients you need without the exorbitant calories. And use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your next purchase. Visit BuiltBar.com to check out their amazing offering of flavors and put your customized box together. And don't forget, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout to save $10 off your order. That's BuiltBar.com. Welcome back, Giant fans, to segment three of Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here on this Mock Draft Monday, going to unveil the third pick in my three-round Giants mock draft. And speaking of the draft, join the Draft Network's Trevor Sikama and Ben Solak every weekday on Locked On NFL Draft. Every Monday through Friday, Trevor and Ben break down everything you need to know about the NFL Draft, including upcoming prospects and more through the draft scouting lens. With mock drafts every Monday, get a Early look at which top prospects may be available for your team over at the Lock On NFL Draft Podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So, speaking of mock drafts, um, who did I go for in the third round? Now, this one, let me just give you uh, a little background here. I was not crazy about the talent that was available in the third round. When I was, when it was my turn to go on the clock, there was a bunch of safeties. There were some, you know, some defensive linemen that were projected to be more of a 4-3 fit than, you know, a multiple front fit. There were also some players that, you know, if I'm being honest with you, I haven't studied yet. So this third round pick, I don't feel as good about this one as I do about my first and second round picks, but 
I did go and, and, you know, take an educated guess here. And again, it's a mock draft. It's not set in stone. It's not exact. It's not what the Giants are going to do. You can disagree with me if you want. That's fine. We all have different opinions. All right. So in the third round, pick number 76 overall, I went with LSU defensive lineman Tyler Shelvin. All right. Now, the reason why I went with Shelvin is because I am not 100% certain that the Giants are going to be able to retain Dalvin Tomlinson. By the way, um, for those of you who have been reading me over at Giants Country, I've been doing projected contract scenarios. I started with Leonard Williams. I do have an idea I, that you know would allow the Giants to keep both Tomlinson and Williams. I don't think it's really a realistic idea, but I will be writing that up at some point during the week. So I just want to mention that there. But with that said, I don't think realistically speaking, they're going to be able to keep Dalvin Tomlinson. Now, I hope I'm wrong on that because, you know, I don't want to see them break up that defensive line ban, but I just don't see how they're going to be able to do it realistically speaking. So with that said, I've always uh, said that if they don't retain uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, that run stuffers, big body space eaters are easier to find in the draft than pass rushers. And I said to myself, self, this Tyler Shelvin kid is a big bodied hog molly, right up what Dave Gettleman likes. All right. So the guy, um, Shelvin, he opted out of the 2020 season after just one year as a starter, which I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit of a concern for me. I, I I would rather these first three draft picks have all played last year, but with that said, you know, obviously some, some guys saw their college programs abbreviated, some guys opted out. I get that. You know, that doesn't mean that you throw those guys off the board and don't consider them for, in the draft. Uh, that said, um, the thing I like about Shelvin is obviously he's a run stuffer. He's a big plugger, if you will, which is kind of that role that the Giants asked Dalvin Tomlinson to play. Now, Tomlinson also has a little bit of um, athleticism, a little bit more athleticism, I should say, that enables him to get in position to push the pocket, maybe rush the passer. Shelvin, according to the scouting reports that I read, not really the type of guy to do that. He's more of just a big, you know, take up space type of guy. So um, the other thing, and this this is, you know, another, I guess, concern for me. Shelvin has had a history with weight struggles. All right. The guy is, I think, um, he was listed at, 346 pounds and his weight has ballooned according to um, a couple of draft reports I've read his his weight has been an issue so pro football focuses draft guide actually lists that as one of the biggest you know negatives if you will in Shelvin's draft profile so that would be obviously a big thing to keep an eye on if you know for whatever team drafts him now it's it's not impossible obviously it, it can be done um, if you have a good nutritionist and and a good program and the discipline to stick to it which that part is maybe easier said than done but um, 
you know, just you want a big body in the middle there. And if you put a guy like Shelvin, I think, over a center and a guard, good luck trying to, 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 to stop him. I mean, guy is big. He's strong. He's got power. And, you know, the fact that he that he doesn't really have that pass rushing ability, if you will, like, like a Tomlinson does, is it a step down? Yeah, but you know what? You got to kind of put your priorities together here because if the Giants pick up another edge rusher in free agency, or maybe they're going to go with, I don't know, one of the, the edge rushers they have already on the roster, one of those young linebackers, the bottom line is you're going to take probably one of your defensive linemen off the field anyway. So, you know, you would take the guy off the field who, who really, you know, pass rushing is not his strength. That's that's how I would see it. So, um, so yeah, I, that would be my third round pick. And, you know, I, I'm, I, I admit it, I'm not crazy about the pick, but in terms of the other options that were there, I just felt that he would be the best value pick there. Now, you know, I, again, I, I have no idea what's going to happen with Dalvin Tomlinson, but we'll see. And even if they do resign Tomlinson, you know, get some additional depth there, you know, I mean, you can never have too many uh, defensive front linemen and, uh, you know, fill up that depth. Why not? Right. So anyway, giant fans, that is my three round mock draft. Feel free to write to me to grade my draft mock away if you will um you can send your your feedback to me at locked on giants podcast at gmail.com and i'm also going to have this um mock draft i'm going to write it up in a, with a little bit more detail stats and whatnot it will be on giants country you'll probably see it around um if i had to take a guess it'll probably be up by 10 o'clock eastern time on giants country so you'll be able to see a little bit more in terms of you know the the reasoning and some some of what was said and some of the stuff that I can't really show on a podcast but which I can show in an article so do check that out as well as the other content we have on Giants Country and that'll do it for today so thank you again as always for tuning in make sure again tomorrow's Twitter Tuesday so don't forget get your questions in and we'll do the best we can to get as many of them in and answered for you. So until then, Giant fans, thank you for listening, and we'll talk soon.